with Wipro slashing fresher salary packages, citing global recessionary crosswinds. Is the IT industry preparing for the worst with the recession looming abroad? And how is the sector looking at present? We have with us Kamal Karant, co-founder, co-founder Xfino, to tell us about how the sector is doing at present and is this a trend likely to continue. Hello, sir. Welcome to Real Podcast. Hey, hi, Siddharth. Glad to be here. Sir, is this the first time we are hearing about companies uh, going about renegotiating the offer letter itself after giving an offer? It's a standard practice to uh, renegotiate off- offer letters nowadays. In my memory, this is a kind of first time. Clashing packages and reoffering is unheard of in the sector, irrespective of fresher or lateral hiring. This hasn't happened earlier for sure in my memory. And revoking offers and postponing onboarding are what we've seen happen in the past. Renegotiating package after offer acceptance has largely happened from the talent end during the hyper uh, hiring boom of, let's say, 2021 that we witnessed, right? Enterprise had gone out with counter offers even days before date of joining when the candidate had picked up a meteor offer elsewhere. It was so common that even we picked a name for that called offer trading. But looks like enterprises are now taking a leave out of that book and serving it back to the candidates. The unfortunate side of it seems to be that it's hit the freshers first and not the laterals yet. What are the issues that the IT sector faces during a recession or lean season in terms of both hiring as well as products and services? I would like to start by saying that, you know, we all know uh, that the raw material of IT sector is its manpower, right? So, and that is the cost in a way. And uh, the sector's heaviest lift is the manpower cost. And that's what hurts the most in recession or the session. So we also know by in 2021 to make up for uh, the lack of talent supply, missions went on overdrive, uh, hired a lot of people. So now you can say that there's an excess raw material and uh, it looks like it's just especially perishable at this point of time. And uh, the sector uh, invented the bench to show readily available capacity to deploy. That's how they won contracts in the past from large customers. Now these excess hands become luxury to hold in a downturn. Like we saw in the early uncertain months of the lockdown, it's the bench that takes the first hit. And second, that one comes under the lens in a sustained winter like this would be the high cost of non-building resources. It's only after the people cost that worries people and other loads like real estate incentives and facilities begin to hurt later. So in a way, I think if I had to sum up, definitely overhiring uh, and l- lack of bench utilization and clearly, you know, the demand that is uh, not there, deploy their, uh, you know, resources who are uh, already billable, right? So I think these are, Three things that are hurting uh, the IT sector, especially in a time like this. Back in 2008, how did the Indian companies handle the recession back then? What measures did they adopt in riding through that downturn? I would say the playbook is almost similar. What I mean by that is, uh, you know, everybody likes to optimize to start with. Bench management uh, is a starting point. Definitely slowing down the lateral hirings, which are generally you know expensive hires. But what they possibly did differently then was they adjusted the cost rather with attrition. They didn't do anything like you know revoking an offer. But then the scale of operations were also different. If you just take an example of Wipro, Wipro at that stage of 2008 maybe was a company with about a billion dollar turnover in per quarter. Right now that turnover per quarter is close to three billion. I think 2.8 billion is what they reported last time. So uh, the stakes are higher. So the additions also seem to be that much more, you know, decisive in that way that, uh, you know, they want to get the best out of these additions that they take commercially. So if you ask me, 
the playbook hasn't changed much uh, except that you know the new things we are hearing about you know uh, reducing the offer that has already been made is the newest thing that we are hearing but i think overall between 2008 to now i think uh, the playbook remains the same of optimizing the bench hiring lesser laterals or going only for replacement hirings lowering the fresher hiring and you know adjusting the cost with attrition i think these are four things that i can think of which they did then at present how much is the attrition rate in the it sector in general and has moves like cracking down on moonlighting created a positive or negative effect on hiring freshers or lateral hiring in it i would say moonlighting had no impact on the hiring part you know whether it is fresher or lateral hiring yeah i think organizations became more careful they would check for the guys in reference check whether you know in their pf accounts uh, you know are there double entries during you know hiring so then additional step or a filter layer got created while hiring so that is what i see as uh, the impact of moonlighting to hiring to start with attrition rates are still uh, in the range of about 21% plus minus among the bellwethers when uh, i say bellwethers i'm talking about companies like wipro infosys tcs hcl uh, let's say uh, lnt ventry uh, techm uh, combined as a company and if you look at these you know uh, still today we look at the last 12 months uh, you know if you see wipro has over the last quarter at least you know, had a negative addition but they still had 21% attrition infosys had about 24 tcs about 21 so i think when i look at it it is in the range of 21% plus for all, all these companies reported last quarter right and tracking down uh, on moonlighting is a postmortem reaction and did not have much of an impact except for maybe grabbing eyeballs and media headlines and you know if you look at just the top eight bellwethers Uh, Siddharth was talking about a 20 lakh workforce, 20.6 in fact. A few hundred terminations of moonlighting is just a blip on the radar. Whether it sent messages to the rest of workforce, absolutely. But if it impacted hiring positively or negatively, the answer is a no. For me, hiring is a huge juggernaut of an engine. You know that can be shaken up by anything other than the consumption of tech and thereby revenue and margin pressures. What are the trends that are likely to play out in the next few months in the Indian IT sector? This has to be the nature of the IT sector. IT services, especially, such that it cannot stay away from hiring action for longer than a couple of quarters. You know, but then context within, I'm hearing that you know, this could last the next three quarters in a way. Uh, the sustaining the hiatus or uh, you know, hiring impasse for long durations will hit the talent supply ecosystem for these players. You know, because freshers are coming out, they need to be there. They need to meet these guys and ensure that the continuity of campus connect is there. However, while a little more cleaning up of a flab and rebalancing of costs should be expected, the hiring engines are slowly warming up and chugging back into the moment. You know, a couple of IT services or companies I met last two days suggest that you know they're saying one more quarter will be slow and it would pick up in the June quarter or so, but then obviously not to the extent of 2021. as we talk the it sector is on a trajectory to put about 12 to 15% more active jobs this month compared to previous month that means there's an improvement from jan to feb the lowest point of the sector's demand may be a kind of a rare view mirror you know with jan 2023's 112k open jobs that were there you know so in that way things have gotten better in february however the next few months you will see replacement hiring of lateral talent and also a restart of what i call as the building of the talent process with freshers in tech albeit on a lower than desired volume you know we talk about organizations consuming talent in three ways they build talent that means they hire freshers train them and deploy them they buy talent that means they hire laterals whom they can you know build straight away you know from day one and of course they borrow you know talent from companies like xeno you know, and you know sort of 
they say you know try before you hire so that gives them flexibility right but the companies always benefited by building talent that means they hire freshers and you know keeping them ready it also gives them huge talent supply chain and also the talent uh, uh, slash uh, labor arbitrage from a cost point of view which is how the business model runs so they wouldn't actually you not know, take out freshers from the equation yet though i think the volume will slow down but if that is for the it services sector but if you look at the gics steadily we see companies still coming last year about 54 gics or gccs as they call it the global capability centers have come to india and you know i met at least about four of them this uh, you know in january and about three in february already so we believe a similar number of gccs will come to india this year so uh, in that context uh, you know if you look at the six tech cohorts that exist you know if let's say non it companies or let's say psus bank manufacturing companies hiring talent is one level the second level would be the it services companies the consulting companies from the third cohort and the fourth cohort are your gccs which is the where the action we see the product companies which are primarily your googles microsofts apple exist is uh, let's say the fifth cohort of tech and the you know the last is the startup sector now in these six tech cohorts what we see is the hiring in the it services space and the product space is sort of slowed down and we expect that to be like that in the next couple of quarters however gccs uh, the hiring will increase in a 10 to 15% spare you know uh, percentage uh, in the currently it's happening in that context and it will be continuing in that uh, percentage startups uh, though i think uh, funding has come down by almost 50% we still saw last month especially january about 40 you know pre series or you know uh, pre series a and seed uh, investments happening so that means uh, you know more number of uh, technology hiring will happen and we still see non tech companies like banks manufacturing uh, psus hiring it talent so we believe that out of the six tech cohorts two of them are under bit of a duress in fact three you know which is it services product and startups but still there is an incremental movement which is better than january that we are seeing in february but for us to see the kind of windfall of uh, hiring offers i think we'll have to wait another three quarters is this playbook that renegotiating offer a one time occurrence or do you think it is likely to be adopted by more companies in the longer run this is a new strategy that or tactic that is come to play but i think uh, i wouldn't uh, rule this out as uh, uh, as a tack uh, once again you know or maybe other other people using it as well because when you look at the sheer quantity of freshers these companies recruit i think uh, when you bring down the offer by you know even 1 or 2 lakhs it makes a huge difference to overall margins of these companies so i think uh, this is the third element you know one is uh, postponing the onboarding second is revoking the offer and third is you know reducing the offer i think these three will be at interplay depending on the context of the company understood sir thank you for your insights hiring and how the indian it sector is likely to ride through the recession and until the next episode of the bl podcast this is sadat signing off thank you sadat for having me thank you sir